Hey everybody, this is Troy Baker here to say, go frack yourself. <laughs>
Yeah, I just remember jumping in and thinking, you know, they said it was going to be like a, a massively multiplayer online. I, I was kind of thinking of Planet Side almost, um, or a little bit of that community. But I, I got into the last one, and it was just I had no idea what the hell to do. So I mean, I guess this one. Uh, I mean, I know in the trailers they blew up the uh, with the Citadel thing, right? Then like the the hub. They blew up the tower. The tower, yes. Yeah. So that was like, that's kind of like the player's hub, right? Yeah, that was the so, hub for everybody. Are they doing things differently this time, or is there going to be like a new hub? They have a new kind of uh, community type thing. I want to say it was called The Farm, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I do know that in the upcoming beta, they're going to have one hour of allowing people to test out The Farm on Sunday or something. But that's definitely so, one of those features where you probably need PlayStation Plus or uh, Xbox Live because they're saying that you don't need the sub online subscription services to access everything in Destiny 2, but you need it to access a majority of Destiny 2's features on in the beta. So there's there's more of a single-player campaign in this one, right, than, than at least there was in the first one? Yeah. There's pretty more story into it, I think. Every opportunity they get, they're talking about how much story they've pumped into it. And the story is one of the things that you get to do in the beta. You get to play the opening mission. And I don't actually know how long that opening mission is going to be because the rest of your time in the beta, you're going to be able to do one strike mission and then play around in two different crucible modes, which is the original that has the, the new features or changes. And then the new mode, which is countdown. So the Crucible is like the, the the multiplayer or PvP, right? Yeah. Okay, and they've they've shortened that or not shortened it, but they've reduced the player size, so it's now four versus four. Mm, I, I think don't it's four versus four, if I'm not mistaken. Like it used to be like six on six. Yeah, I want to say it's it's definitely different now. I think. Yeah, I think it. Yeah. I'm just curious. I mean, is that so? Is that just is that just so to what, reduce the the chaos, or is what is the reasoning for that? It's just drawing a blank. I, I, yeah, well, I just yeah. don't know why you would you you. I mean, Overwatch does six on six. Most games are five or six on six. That four and four doesn't seem unless they're building smaller boards. Or I'm just curious. They haven't given a reason that I've seen why they would shorten it like that. Yeah, you got me on that one. Obviously, my experience with the first Destiny was very minimal. I mean, I think I played it a handful of times. Um, while um, I was incarcerated at the stop, I would say that that is, aside from Overwatch, the title that had consistently the most people asking for it or getting into it. I just I couldn't hop on. So while this one looks amazing, what aside from, I guess, the single-player campaign, what is going to be different with this one? Are they bringing new classes in, new characters? Yeah, I'm curious about that too, because I mean, like I said, I know they're putting more emphasis on the storyline, which is what a lot of people complained about in the first one. But I know, and I know they've built a, a new engine that something something that they built that wasn't the first one was not capable of doing in this one. But I, I don't know. There's like you know the crucible modes, the countdown that she had mentioned, and like an attack and defend base, uh, zone control. Sounds very Overwatch-ish. Um, there's cooperative strikes. So I guess new subclasses, Warlock, Hunters, and Titans. 
Uh, yeah, so new subclasses for those classes, those classes are already, uh, we're in the first one. And then the new subclasses are like Arc Strider and, oh man, I forgot the names, uh, Striker? Uh, Warlock Dawnblade Hunter, Arc Striker, Titan Sentinel. Uh, you named some of them, actually. I'm just curious, so like, you know, I mean, and obviously this is an Activision game and they kind of fall in line. It's the same as Blizzard, but, you know, playing World of Warcraft for God since 2004, off and on for the past, Jesus, 13 years, <laughs> you know, you, you get to the point where you, you hit that max level and then it's just, you know, I mean, granted, you know, WoW has been able to upgrade their visuals to keep that same core of the game going. It looks like Overwatch is kind of taking the same approach to it, at least. Like, I don't see them having to release a two in a while. You know, now that we have a Destiny two, is this enough for them to carry it on, or are you going to hit that peak of like that end game raid stuff, and then, you know, what 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 are they, they going to do for the next year? I think you know they're probably going to support the game with expansions and events like they did the first Destiny, and I think this Destiny two, if they. Uh play their cards right, in my opinion, they could probably stretch that this game out for an extra year and a half longer than Destiny 1. Yeah, I mean, I know that kind of burns some people about losing your character and not being able to, you know, WoW was so smart that, you know, every time a new expansion came out, they just bumped your level cap up, where, you know, in this case, they're not doing that. You, I think, what is your light, your light levels go away? Yeah, you your character kind of gets stripped down. yeah. While you can bring it, you can bring your guardian with you. It kind of gets stripped down to just becoming a guardian. Nothing else. None of your weapons, really, I don't believe, are coming over. That sucks. I don't think so, at least. I remember writing about it a while back um, where, Destin, uh, where Bungie was talking about what's coming and what's not coming over to Destiny 2. And, you know, Blizzard does a lot of things right, but the one thing Blizzard doesn't have to deal with is a limited console space and i think destiny one was built with you know the original xbox and ps4 in mind and now yeah. you're looking at the xbox one s and the ps4 pro and then the upcoming xbox one x and then the inevitable ps4 double pro or something <laughs> yeah whatever it is the next half step you know it's just the destiny 2 is hopefully going to be taking advantage of those new that those new features that these consoles offer more power. Yeah. But I, yeah, mean, I mean, it's... we're not getting a lot in the beta. Like while we're getting some crucible access, some strikes, opening missions, things like that, we're not going to be seeing any clan support and we're not going to see any character progression in the beta. And there's going to be no continuity, meaning like all your characters are going to be wiped after this beta anyway. Wow, that's Tatiana. You're playing this on PS4. Yeah, I am. Even and so, Mike, are you doing PS4? Or are you going to go computer? Because I understand there's a frame rate issue, Mister. Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, a piece, the PC. I don't think there is a PC beta. There I think is. That's, that's, that's like that's like another month, right? Sometime in late August. I mean, I'll try that. Um, I was I pre-ordered it on on PS4. So that's where I was going to attempt to play it. Um, mainly just because 
that's where everyone else I know is would, would be playing it. But the, uh, I mean, I'm curious to see how, because I believe this is the first game that's outside of Blizzard that's going to be part of Blizzard's launcher. Mm-hmm. Um, playing off of the Battle.net servers or whatever they're calling it now. I don't know what they're calling it. but So it's going to be playing off that. And, um, you know, I'm curious to see how that plays. I wouldn't mind playing them both, but I would probably still buy it on PlayStation 4. So it's the 18th on the PS4, and then I guess three days later it'll go open, where if you don't have it pre-ordered, it'll be an open beta. So how much leveling can you do in three days? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> Some of these guys will be nonstop, just playing, no sleep. Oh, yeah. No, people have it preloaded. You can already preload it, so I can only imagine that people are just going to stay home and do it. Yeah, I mean, there's... There's people, like I said, you were talking about earlier that, you know, Blizzard or Bungie is just throwing these these beta codes out there to everybody. And certain websites are, are making you bend over backwards and taking it up the ass just because they want those clicks. Wow. They don't want you just to retweet stuff. They want you to, like, re- follow them, go to their Facebook page, like it, go to YouTube, like it, watch, leave a comment down below, retweet. It's like, my God, it's just a beta code. It'll be open in three days. Hoop jumping. You shouldn't have to hoop jump for a beta that's going to be public in three days. I don't know. I'm just having people retweet for it with yeah, that a be. hashtag because yeah. it's easy. And that's the- retweet hashtag. We'll pick one at random. Boom, you get a code. Like, I mean, I get it. They're they're trying to take something for free from a developer and and turn it around to make it clicks. But yeah, whatever. I mean, it's just so much easier to send things out on um, Twitter. Yeah. So, like, why go through anything more than that? I'm lazy. All right. It's, it's <laughs> Have you had just people like pleading for one? I mean, how's the reaction been? I guess that's a good way to tell how the popular the game is looking. People are pretty thirsty for it, which makes me think that that not that many people are actually pre-ordering the game because this is for early access, right? So yeah. I'm giving out codes for early access, and it seems like there's a lot of people who are interested in early access. So I think people got really burnt on the first game. I think they had a lot of valid yeah. concerns. You know, there's a lot of grinding in Destiny. Um, you grind a lot to oh, get yeah. specific weapon drops, you, you know, god weapons. You you grind a lot for them. And in Destiny 2, there, I remember reading a quote from one of the devs, and they're talking about how they're changing how they're going to be doing the weapons and how you won't have to grind for that god-tier weapon, how... There are only going to be specific small changes between the weapons, and I don't know how detailed that is on their part yet, and I don't know if we'll mm-hmm. see it in the beta, but it's interesting because they're looking like they're trying to change what they did in the first Destiny, and I have to say Bungie's really good at paying attention to the community, and I think maybe that's yeah. something that's been forced to them, like working with Activision, who also works with Blizzard because Blizzard is pretty phenomenal with listening to players. Yeah, that is that's true. Um, but it seems like the devs are just looking to make this game everything that Destiny Two fell short on, or Destiny One fell short on. Um, I have hopes, but. I don't know. A lot of people were concerned about it being Destiny 1.5, and we won't be able to dis- determine that in a beta. You think the beta is just more or less, uh, more you know, basically eye candy? Look how great this game looks on 
PS4 Pro and Xbox One X, and you know it's going to be 4K and it'll look beautiful. And here's some here's some of the few of the changes. Hoping that is enough to like, man, this game looks it does look next gen. Because I mean, like you said, the, the first Destiny was built originally for the 360 and PS3, right? Oh yeah, that's true. So yeah, so this one is it could just be like, hey, look how great this game is. That might be enough to get somebody to pre-order. Here's a little bit of multiplayer, um, some story elements in the beginning, and then try to lure them in. Well, it's, it's at the right time, too. I mean, there's really no other shooters out right now. I mean, what are... New ones, yeah. I mean, there might be a DLC pack for Black Ops 3 that came out that's free, but there's nothing new, let alone, like, next-level yeah. um, games like this. I mean, shooter fans are... Yeah, they're, they're starving. I mean, other than, you know, Overwatch, which has its its core fan base, you know, Infinite, uh, Infinite Warfare is just tanking. People are playing Modern Warfare Remastered more than that, so... People are looking for a new shooter, and World War II is another two months away. So, well, at least, yeah, I went after release, but yeah. yeah it's, well, so people, it isn't a good time. People have a lot of hope in Destiny 2, and I think they want to see Bungie succeed because Bungie did bring Halo to us, and they want to believe yeah. that Bungie can do something great like that again. Um, but, I mean, at that time, Bungie had the support of Microsoft, and they also yeah. had the guidance from Microsoft. So I think it's a little bit different now because they don't have that guidance and they don't have that push because Microsoft is really good also at looking at what communities are doing, and they take that feedback pretty seriously. Um, but I have hopes for Destiny 2, and there is not much else going on right now in the shooting world except titanfall keeps getting pretty awesome updates like respawn that game is, is, that game is so good <laughs> respawn is doing so well with updating titanfall 2 that it's just it's like you look at call of duty and you look at battlefield and you're like why are you hiding any of your content behind a paywall because Titanfall yeah. is doing a really damn good job with like support and they're not and making you pay yeah, and, and even their pay stuff is just minimal. It's very minimal in the game. I, I, Titanfall 2 is one of my sleeper hits. I mean, that game was so good. I wish more people were playing it so I could get online with them to play it, but I just don't see people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm talking about you. I almost grabbed it for 20 bucks, but I mean, it was a great game at 60 bucks. It's definitely worth it. But you know me with my co-op games, but I, I'm still holding out. And when Destiny comes out, too, I mean, I can't even think of another space shooter that's coming out, so... If World War Two is going to be the you know the most well most uh, the most played game in November, uh, Destiny is going to have legs for a long time. Yeah. So we briefly touched on uh, Overwatch a little bit. Obviously, the uh, Doomfist continues to be polished, not released. Damn it! Still waiting. Um. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he's. Uh, I think they put some changes in there. I, I think they softened him a little bit, to be honest with you. Something about the recharge on his uh, fist. Yeah, yeah, his fist punch. It doesn't go as far, so you'll die short of, you know. He's okay. I'm, I'm, the more I was playing him in a normal setting where there's not like 12 of them running around, he doesn't really seem to be doing more damage than Reinhardt. Um, you know, and Reinhardt just got a, a patch that boosts him up a little bit that allows you to swing his hammer faster and... Yes. Uh, yeah, so I mean... That's a death connecting with uh, connecting your targets uh, much better up close. You, when you jump into a to a you know three or four enemies at a time, I swear I'm never hitting anything. You know. I know. Yeah, I, I definitely. You swing and you're like just swinging right through them. 
Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I did see that was kind of cool with Doomfist is uh, it was on King's Row. I punched someone so hard. I think it was um, an Anna. I hit her. She flew back. And when she made contact with the wall behind her, it broke like you know that was it uh, Nubani that board it looks like the ro- it has like that big circular crack in the wall when you punch somebody to a wall so it's almost like a, a second animation that it puts on the screen that it that's how hard you threw them into the wall um, and then there was a point I did the uh, the hell is, is um, meteor strike mm-hmm. I hit the ground so hard that tracer basically flew into the air like a rag doll and flew off the board on um, was it Nepal I think it was Nepal. So that was pretty cool. So he's got some cool stuff. Um, I'm I'm curious to see how he does in like competitive stuff. They also tweaked uh, Zyra too. Now her gravity bomb, when she turns around, drops that. It'll be a complete lockdown of everyone. You won't yeah. be able to slowly move away or out of the the zone. Then so it could potentially shut down um, Doomfist's uh, ultimate there. Yeah, or you know, what's his name? Uh, Genji could uh, sword strike out of it, mm-hmm. um, and I think Tracer could blink out of it. Or whatever her little speed thing is. Well, the blink, the the tracer thing where she starts zipping all over the place. You hit her with that gravity bomb; it'll stop her finally. Yeah. So there's some cool Overwatch news. It just keeps getting better and better. Blizzard's trying really, really hard to balance it. Really hard. They're trying so hard. It's tough. They can't account for player skill too. I mean, some people just get so good at specific characters that it's almost ridiculous. It's like you want them to stop playing in your same league. You're like, go get in your own, go somewhere else. That's usually what happens every week. Mike tells me that. Damn, I just I can't keep up with you. You just got, you know, you've been playing Overwatch too much. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, I'm gonna, That's I'm gonna get a second account so I could start over again because competition's too much. It happens each week. I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's funny. The, uh, you know, Blizzard. I mean, you know, Tatiana would know because you know, playing you know Warcraft. I mean, back in the vanilla days. I mean, they only had what six seven classes to deal with now granted a lot of that came with like different spells different abilities that they had to you know kind of polish up but in this now they have 25 different characters all with different abilities several different you know classes in terms of what their role is to do and man it, that is a that is a hard job to balance all that yeah I mean, you, got, you know diehard mercy fans you have the tracer fans people want anna to have more love it, it's just it's that's a hard, tough job, and I think they've done an amazing job with that game so far. I'm just waiting for this damn summer event to kick off. Yep. Where I'm is just... it? Where's the tease? I bet you they give us Doom Fist for two weeks, and then beginning of August, first week of August, we should get it. Like the summer's almost <sighs> over, but yeah, it's summer games. They just had their annual event, their their birthday, right? Yeah, that was back in May. So, like I said, they, they did the summer games for the Olympics back... When was the Olympics? July? End of July? Last year? Last year. I mean, that's... I yeah. missed the summer games, and that was... Uh, I really started playing it at the end of August, so yeah, it was like end of July, July, beginning of August. Yeah, so we should be getting this summer... I mean, whatever summer event they're going to do, I'm sure they'll probably just bring back Lucio Ball and put some new skins or something. And I'm just curious. What was that? There's a chance that they might skip it all together because the, the event in May it was so long. Yeah. I'm just curious to know now that this is, now one year is over and I'm sure they're going to repeat events and stuff like the Halloween stuff, but are they just going to say here's the same event from last year with the same skins as last year or will they have to do 
you know, like new Halloween skins on top of last year's because people still want last year's. So will they still offer last year's and add new ones or are they going to like, I'm curious. They might do it like League of Legends where you have a new one, but you have the chance of getting classics. I mean, in League, you have to like buy them and they like make classic skins available every once in a while. Um, So in in League, are the skins like ridiculously overpriced? They can be. I mean, you're not buying them until they're on a, on sale or unless you've just been farming RP. I mean, I I did. I will admit to having purchased plenty of stupid skins, but I would only <laughs> get them when they're on sale. I think we're all guilty of, of paying some money for I some think, of that shit. I think two people <laughs> on this may be guilty, maybe not three. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't purchased any loot boxes I haven't for bur- cash? I have not bought any loot boxes for cash. I have purchased a couple like the emotes you know, with the, with the cash that you earn within the game. But no, I, I have re- when I realized that it was random, so even if I dropped 20 bucks on it, I still may not get the one that I want. No, thank you. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really surprised that Blizzard hasn't put in there, like, buy this costume for $1.49 or buy this for 2 bucks. I mean, I know that they're, they're, they're all about having that rare skin be actually rare. I get that. 3,000 coins for a, a, a costume that is around for maybe a week and a half, two weeks that takes forever to earn coins. I can see them doing that with like some classic skins, but I can't see them doing that across the board, like having a store. Um, anything else for games and stuff? No, still struggling with the witness, still struggling with super hot and, uh, still playing Uh overwatch. There we go. I did sign up for EA Access or, uh, well, it's Origin Access for 29 bucks for the year. So I can play all of like EA's games. I just downloaded Star Wars Battlefront, the first Titanfall, and a, like a bunch of other shit for free. I feel like that's such a deal. On my computer, yeah. For 29 bucks for the whole year? That's a pretty good deal. It's got the, uh, it's got Dragon Age Inquisition on there. It's got, um, let me see. I mean, some of this stuff I'm not going to play, obviously, but... Did you just give props to Dragon Age? It's a good game. Oh, I love the game. I, I, I never finished it, but it's a good game. I love the game. I expected you to hate on that game, but... No, it's a good game. I just never... You know, same with Skyfall or Skyrim. I just ran out of time. But it's got... I think it has all three Mass Effects on here. Um, it's getting Battlefield 1. It has FIFA, Madden... And Star Wars Battlefront 2 Plus, I think, it recently had, like, the DLC for Battlefront. Oh, not Battlefront 2, sorry. It has Battlefront 1. Yeah, it's got Battlefront 1. It's got Need for Speed, Deluxe, Plants vs. Zombies, Unravel, Oxenfree, um, Dragon Age Inquisition, Battlefield 4, FIFA 15. I mean, it's got a bunch to keep me busy. Torchlight 2. Um, Dragon Age 2. Yeah, so it's got enough that it'll keep me busy. And then, I, you know, 29 bucks, I'll cancel it after a year and I'm good. I mean, it's it's such a inexpensive service, really, for the newer games when you see yeah. PlayStation now charging, what, 100 bucks a, a year? That's a bit much. Access to PS3 games. And, I mean, they just now added PS4 games, which brings some value to it, but not, not 99 that's a that's a steep price i mean ea is smart i mean there's a lot of games that i just because of other other things that i played i just didn't get around to so you know it's nice for me to kind of oh okay i'll go ahead and play that one 
Well, I mean, it's, it's you also get a discount on other new games, and you get to yeah. try them out. Other EA games, you get to. I mean, it's just a valuable thing yeah. to have if you're just like a solely Xbox One gamer or PC, and you're not yeah. using too much Steam. I mean, oh, I spent a shit ton on Steam though for the the the, the, the summer sale. God, it's bad. My library went from like ten games to twenty two. I, when I first started gaming on PC, that's that was awful. It was a horrible experience. I was like, oh, I own this on my console already. I'll just buy it again because it doesn't matter, right? It's on sale. Yeah. It's fine. That's what I do with Overwatch. I've bought it three times now. I, bought, I had it originally for P, uh, PlayStation 4. Then I bought the Game of the Year edition so I could buy it digitally because I didn't want to keep putting the disc in and out. And then I bought it on PC so I could do the player. Um, it's an addiction. It's bad. I mean, I bought Diablo on PC, and then I bought it again on my Xbox One. Yeah, I did that, actually. Did you, uh, hold on, Diablo, I, Diablo question, Diablo question. Did you purchase the um, the Necromancer packages recently came out? I mean, I'm eyeballing it. It's $15. <laughs> you want it, but I, you want it to go down in yeah. price. Yeah, I mean, it's it's worth it. If you were like a hardcore D2 fan and you're like, oh my God, Necromancer is their best thing ever. And they're like on steroids now, so they're even better. But I I refuse to pay, mon- pay like a decent amount of money for a DLC. I mean, I'll pay, pay it for an expansion in World of Warcraft because that's a whole and like new game in and of itself. But... DLC, if it's over ten dollars, I just become extremely skeptical. Of is it, it no? Is there a full campaign to it for his character, or is it just like a few missions? Do you know? It's supposed to be a full campaign, from what I read. Uh, at that price, it better be shit. I'd be upset if it's just like you know, here's the character with levels and a cool weapon. I can already like go through the game. With... That's what I'm wondering. If it's like a mission and a few, like a few missions in a zone, and like that—that's the new section like a starting area, and then you jump into the other game. I got to read up on that more, because I'm tempted about that. I, that's a game that I bought on originally on PC, or I'm sorry, my Mac, and then I bought it for Xbox, and then, Jay, you said you had it on PS4, and then it, it dropped down to, like, 15 bucks for, like, one of those sales, and I bought it for the third time. I'm like, God, I got to stop this. Still waiting to play it. I know. It's it's there. Got my Crusader. I forget he's, like, 15 or something. I don't know. For the third time. All right. All right. I think I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Have you guys heard of Atlas Reactor? Nope. Okay. Can't say that. The, it's a PC game. It's looks very Overwatchish, but it plays like XCOM. Um, I'm gonna do a write up on that pretty soon, so that'll be up, and I will uh, put it on. I'll put it on Game Zone soon. Oh, oh, nice. But it's it's a pretty cool looking game. It's um check it out if you haven't seen it before. It's got a really cool, I guess I, I say Overwatch personality because the characters are kind of over the top, um, different robots, cute little characters, you know the cowboy kind of look. But it plays in like that XCOM style where it's turn based, but it's team turn based. So it's kind of cool. It sounds interesting. I feel like there's a lot of games going back to turn based. I mean, you look at Rabbids, that game, uh, Ubisoft. Yeah, my- Abid's Mario game. Yeah. That's Jay, Jay, Jay hates on the Nintendo Switch, so um, 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Don't bring it up. <laughs> I gotta say, I got I got feedback from a listener, Austin from Orlando. I am not a Nintendo hater, Mike. I'm not a Nintendo hater. It's just right now they're just not moving me, not at all. They've just done. I, huh? I love it. I'll be honest. I'm not gonna get one until they release Animal Crossing. They need to show support for that really boring, boring game that I'm addicted to. Uh, yeah, but I, I understand the, the love of Animal Crossing. I mean, it's it's good for all ages. I, I guess you can compare it to Stardew, Mike, uh, as far as some of the mechanics. Um, it's not a system seller for me, but I get the draw. Um, me, I don't understand, again, why at this point Nintendo still hasn't given us a Mario Kart track editor. If Bayonetta 3 was announced on that game, I'd probably go pick one up. Um and, uh, you know, Mario, Sonic Galaxy, whatever universe it's coming out, um, you know, that looks great. Uh, maybe that'll be the one if the price drops down a little bit more or give me a nice little package. But um, I'm unimpressed right now. I, I have not drunk the Kool-Aid like Mr. Mike here and Mr. Roos Plays Games and a couple other I... people I know. Alex Ayala up in Boston, all those people, no. The Switch is not I... the answer. I like it, man. It's... It is a lot of fun to play. Yeah, when there's nothing what? else to play. Because <laughs> there's nothing out right now. That's why we got a Destiny beta coming, and we're waiting on Doomfist. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the perfect time for you to have one. There we go. <laughs> so what if they announce a special Metroid-themed Nintendo Switch, and they announced a an N64 virtual console? Next year. Predicted that. That's coming out next year. That's next. Well, they have to do it. Um, they have to because they're going to start running out of other consoles to scam us on, like the NES. <laughs> yeah, that's that is truth right there. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really surprised that they still have not put that virtual console on there. We have more Neo Geo games in there than we do actual Nintendo old console games. Okay, so you were you're you're going there. You had a, a Metroid-based console with a better virtual console, and what else? Okay, so it's like a bundle, I'm thinking here, just imagining. It's a dream world. Uh, a really cool Metroid-themed Nintendo Switch. Like, it's got really cool design on the back, maybe, like, engraved, some, some, something, like, embossed on it. And then uh, the dock has it, too, because that's important. And then, so you have the game, the new game on there, which, let's just, in this, in this world as well, we pretend it's awesome. Um, and so they have the virtual console... And then they have some crazy announcement like Assassin's Creed Origins is also on the Switch. Like they make a port for it a year after. I don't If I had said this uh, one time, if, if they announced Overwatch with like Samus in Overwatch or um, uh, uh, an iconic Nintendo character that fits the bill, I, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Um, uh, Metroid, you absolutely piqued my curiosity, especially if it had the Zero Suit Samus, that that uh, grid, that computer marks that are on her back, like on the side of the profile on the docking station, or that color blue. Yeah, that would look really nice inside the game room. Uh, but, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Depends on the price point, but I, I'm definitely very curious. I, I, I'd have to call a couple people. <laughs> <laughs> If they made your dream Metroid Nintendo Switch and they were like, and it's bundled with with the new Metroid game for the price of $250, I think you might be like, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I'm, pr I'm probably going to be in there. I'd probably hate myself for letting that one pass by. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't, yeah. 
and again, still holding out for that uh, track editor. Maybe maybe Mario Kart Nine. I, I, not- I, I am with you on that one. I, I can't understand why they, that that's not a thing at this point. It just seems like that is like the most obvious thing that you would put in it. I mean, they've got Mario Maker and everything else. Why would you not put that? I could think of five racing games that have track editors, and three of them are kart games. So why why isn't Nintendo there? Yeah. What is their next Maker game? Mm. That's a good question. I don't know. Are they running it, on a Zelda high? Are they just going to run on Zelda high for a while? And they'll, probably just, they'll probably just port Mario Maker from the Wii U over. Well, I guess the question that I would have to ask you is what Nintendo franchise would deserve a Maker that's not Mario? Yoshi? I mean, but it's Mario. I mean, but they're going to give us the same themes. I mean... Yeah, I think Yoshi's. I think Yoshi's Island has a, a slightly different look, like a more of a three D look, like a, like a three D maker as opposed to like Mario Maker's two D, something like that. I think I like know. a top down Zelda maker would be cool. I think a side scrolling platformer like Yoshi, like if you were having like a Yoshi one, would be cool. I think one of the best ones that you could do would be Star Fox, and I don't know how you'd do it, but. I would like well, how to about F-Zero? Make your own F-Zero tracks. That would be great. Yeah. I'd be upset you, if F-Zero made it first, but I love F-Zero. You, you would you would have boards that would just be effing people over so bad. Like, one hair twitch to the left and you're just you're going to just have an accident. Somebody yeah. would make... Because you've seen those hard boards that they've made for Mario Maker. Okay, while you're receiving positive comments about Nintendo titles for me, I'm still not convinced. What were you saying, Tatiana? <laughs> I would like you. to see that happen. I would like to see people become utterly frustrated with trolls on F-Zero and, and everybody just making increasingly more impossible maps. That would make me happy. I love watching some of those Mario Maker boards that are just impossible. But I guess that... I mean, there's... Did you, you see that newest one that it made it all over, like... YouTube or Facebook or whatever it was, but that, I mean, how is that possible? I, I don't get it, but then, you know, I sit here and I watch my eight-year-old son, he'd make some of these too, and just the way he thinks and what he makes, similar to what you're talking about, is just insane. I don't get it. You just, but the only way that dude was able to post it is because he beat it. It's- yeah. You have to be able to complete it. Watch, there's probably something, like a tri- trick, really early on in that map that you just kind of, like, teleport all the way to the end and bypass everything. Probably. It was a lot of flash. <laughs> I had a hard time following him. <laughs> All right. Well, so we'll get you on the uh, Nintendo bandwagon eventually, at some point. You know when Mario. You know when Mario comes out, you're you're just gonna get that 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 twitching leg, and you're gonna be shaking like, oh shit, <laughs> I gotta get it. We shall see. We shall see. All right. Well, that went a little bit longer for our uh, game section. Um, so we're gonna head to break here and uh, say goodbye to Tatiana, who's gotta go. And won't join us for the uh, Planet of the Apes. This might be a good thing for you. <laughs> I don't want it spoiled anyway. But there thank you, you so much for having me. Absolutely. Have a great night. All right. All right. We'll see. Bye. Bye. Welcome back to episode 36, part two. This is the the follow-up 
the the B side, if you will, our movie uh, spotlight for War of the Planet of the Apes. It almost was episode 37, but uh, now it's part two. So uh, unfortunately, Mike couldn't be with us tonight uh, for uh, you know fear of spoiling the movie. So back we have uh, uh, the Frack's favorite HR case, Tom. <laughs> Welcome back. I am everybody's HR case. What are you talking Everybody. about? <laughs> I'm a walking HR problem. <laughs> always, always. Yeah. And uh, a, a little concerned about tonight, but I, I think we, we can deliver. Uh, uh, we did go see War for Planet of the Apes. Yeah. And uh, it was a doozy. It was an absolute doozy. Wouldn't you agree? I It was after it was tiring because it was just so much. I would yeah. totally agree with you. Definitely. Yeah. So um, we're going to get to that. But first, man, there's some stuff going on this weekend in the entertainment world, man. D23 is going on. Have you been seeing this stuff, man? Yes, I saw the announced. There's like a behind the scenes trailer-esque kind of thing for Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I got to say, first off, with most of these type of movies, I stay away from the behind the scenes, the making of, yep. until I'm long done with the movie. I, I, I don't want it to ruin the magic. I don't want to see the blue screens, you know. And, of course, something like Planet of the Apes, I mean, it's like you're there. I, I, there's no doubt in my mind that these this world exists. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's so, so and, well done. And, and I've always kind of felt like that with Star Wars. So with all the stuff that's released today, I've just kind of been looking at pictures, anything that says behind the scenes footage, <laughs> I'm steering clear of. Yeah. I so. mean, it's not, there's not too much spoiler stuff in it. You know, from what I saw, I thought it was just a nice little, you know, here's what we're doing. Like, I know you guys are already excited. I mean, it's, it's not going to, it can't hurt the movie. Nothing right. can hurt the movie at this point, minus Daisy Ridley doing something stupid. It's not yeah. gonna happen. There's still, well, there's still plenty of time for somebody to do really something to somebody to do something really stupid on that yeah. cast. Unlikely, but yeah. uh, I saw that they re- they released uh, character posters for everybody. Um, you know, including uh, General Leia, yeah. and they had uh, a little tribute of sorts to her, from what I read. Yes, there was just you know just a small little her saying something about family. Her saying like you know this is our family, and you know. It, the video fades out afterwards it's just a nice little i mean everybody loves her regardless of what you know happened but it's still yeah. sad no matter what uh there's a, a definitely a, a solid color theme in all of the star wars stuff that's out yep there's it's just a blinding red if you remember yep. in the the first trailer when they're going over that sand and remember how it was like coming up red as they were flying over it and that's the, yes, it was yes. the first trailer for it, and yeah. there was that cool X-wing shot. Mm-hmm. That was a that you know everybody brought attention to the red even back then, and now all these posters that came out, the sixth of them, all of them are just in complete red. It looks, I think it looks really cool. Those oh, are this, nice things to have on your wall, or yeah, definitely. Well, this is the infamous middle episode for Star Wars, and you know yeah. some stuff's gonna pop off in this one. Bad guys are gonna win. Everybody always loves the second one. Well, I mean, you know, Empire. I mean, we only have two series to go through, and Attack of the Clones was what it was. But still, Empire yeah. stands on its own no matter what. It, it does. It does. And yep. if if uh, they had a if the bad guys had a swan song, it was that movie right there. Yeah. So hopefully not with more Boba Fett stuff. Over that. Uh, 
Yeah, well, you know, everyone wants him to come back, and I, I bet he never does. I'd yeah, be shocked. I, I hope he doesn't. I don't think they should do the fan service to it. I mean, how much time did the, has that guy actually in the movies? <laughs> you know, it's like Darth Maul. He doesn't deserve a huge following now. Like he did back then, but not now. Well, I, I definitely don't understand why they are there still more Maul stuff coming out since they did finally kill off his character on the cartoon. But at yeah. least they gave him a life. At least I would just like confirmation in the new Star Wars universe that he survived the Sarlacc pit and, yep. you know, give him a moment, you know, I guess better than what uh, his pops had against Mace. You know what I mean? A little bit longer. You know. Got punked by Mace. <laughs> Mace was just Taking like, not in my house. <laughs> that was dope. Yeah, it was. Mm. So, I mean, we got a Star Wars in December. I would yep. be happy if they didn't show us another trailer. But you know they will. Yeah, and 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 I'll watch the I'll watch the hell out of it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll all sit there and watch reaction videos and whatnot and pick it apart because it's Absolutely. it. That is the one of the last sacred things we have is Star Wars. When you really think about it, I mean, what else? What else has been as unblemished or at least loved as Star Wars has? Not much. Well, yeah, there's a you know franchises, and uh, you know there's definitely great trilogies that have not. Well, I, I guess the Hobbit trilogy you could say is kind of tainting the original Lord of the Rings trilogy, but you know, it was still fun. You know, yeah, I, guess, I mean, like, the... I get it, but I mean, Star Wars is just like at another level. Yeah, you know, it's just hard to not be excited about it and not want to see everything. You know. Yeah. Well, I'm staying away from it. I'm trying to stay away from the spoilers, you know. Okay. People are talking about the, you know, the the sabers, who's got what and who's going to do what and what the last Jedi is and you know. You know what the worst one for me was I found out like hour a couple of hours before that Yoda fought in Attack of the Clones. Like that would have been the coolest moment had I experienced that the right way like in the movie theater instead of finding out a couple hours beforehand and expecting him to come out yeah that would have been that would have been such a cool moment you know (laughs) you're like damn it that was taken from me (laughs) yeah i've got one uh uh, equally as uh depressing uh it didn't register at the moment but this was when i was working at Mm -hmm. the stop and um i got a phone call and this is right when Force Awaken had released, and I didn't get to see it the opening weekend. Or actually, I did. I think it was that Sunday, and I think it released, what, Thursday? Uh, Yeah, it was a Thursday night. Yeah, I remember it's, that, actually, when you – what was going yeah, on with so you? We, we were all very, you know, keep it hush-hush, don't say yep. anything. And I was working, and I picked up the phone, and some kid had shouted, blah, 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 and Kylo kills Solo or kylo kills han something like that um wow that didn't register to me because you know one i'm busy and i'm working yeah the holidays and, for you are were hell yeah, and you know I, I i had stayed away from everything and it was just so chaotic it just really didn't register but i knew it was a prank call because we were getting series of all sorts of stuff yeah and then as it was happening in the movie and i'm watching it and then it happened I immediately went back to the phone call and I'm like, that motherfucker. That's I can't some be- fucked up shit that people will intentionally do that. I can't believe you didn't get the number of the kid. Nah, yeah, no. Nah, if only. Yeah, that there would have been a backhand waiting for him. 
That would so, have been awesome. <laughs> anyways, Local man. It, <laughs> Take so it away, one of the, Cups. Right? So yeah. one of the best things that uh, came out of uh, this D23 uh, is Marvel Studios uh, leaked, uh, I guess showcased a teaser trailer for Avengers Infinity War. And then they rolled out some new... Uh, you know, collectibles, some statues, and showed you know Thanos and his uh, Black Order, you know his his henchmen, if you will, and mm-hmm. uh, then they rolled out this uh, this trailer, and there's all sorts of websites everywhere that have a very similar write up. So I checked, of course, to see if the the trailer had released, and I saw a quick bootleg version of it, which matches all these different reputable sites. So mm-hmm. I believe what I saw, terrible, terrible. Uh, um, quality and shame on the person that did record that they told you not to turn on your phone and not to be showcasing that shit and I guarantee your account's probably going to be shut down before the end of the weekend what do you mean shame um, on you as you're looking for it <laughs> well you know I, I, I wanted to see <laughs> if this actually released you know what I mean because you know the new thing is let me release a, a teaser trailer for the trailer you know yeah. And you know they they do these conventions. They show it this afternoon and tonight on 9 p.m. or 11 p.m. Boom! It's in the middle of a game or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they do with Star Wars. So, but of course the bootleg ones popped up, and you know I click one, and it showed some dude inside the auditorium, and you can tell the Infinity Gauntlet comes up, and then all of a sudden Rick Roll comes out, and I'm like, ah, oh, son of a bitch! These guys are <laughs> messing with me. So then I just looked for the one that had the most hits. And uh, it was, you know, 40,000. So I was like, ah, this has got to be it. And then boom, so saw it. So um, terrible quality, but I went back to one of the stories, and this is from um, Gizmodo. And I want to read you kind of like an excerpt of what this trailer was about. Okay. I'm excited about this movie. And, you know, this is I know you ten, are. Ten, 10 years coming, 10 years in the making, all these different movies that have been out. It's all connecting to this. So if I, I was guess... a Marvel person, I would be excited. As a DC person, I'm just jealous, and I hate all of you who get to have something cool. Why does DC fans just wither away? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you know, ju- man, I-, I want Justice League to be great, but, you know. Me too. But this right here, just this alone, just, oh, man. Anyways, so I guess the trailer opens up. You see Avengers Tower. It looks like it's it's been attacked. The city looks pretty rough. And uh, then they do kind of like this montage of all of the different movies that have come out. The, uh, First Avenger, um, Captain America, Iron Man 1, 2, Guardians. And they kind of go through the roster shown quick the little moments. Exactly. Okay. And then, uh, you know, probably the Marvel logo pops up, and then it goes to um, the Guardians are flying around and uh, somewhere in the cosmos, and Thor's body smashes down on their ship. Boom. They bring mm-hmm. him inside. They wake him up. You know, who the hell are you guys? Blah, blah, blah. Cuts to Earth. Scarlet Witch is moving around cars or something, and a female voiceover says, Death follows him like a shadow. You see Loki presenting the Tesseract to someone who's taller than him. Then it cuts to Queens. Uh, you see uh, young Peter Parker. Uh, so, you know, fresh off of the movie. He mm-hmm. turns around in fear and, and he sees this uh, flying ship. A ship flying towards a planet we assume is Earth. Uh, Tony Stark's there. You see Iron Man, Star-Lord, Doctor Strange, a few other characters in total shock. Shitting at what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. And then you hear uh, Thanos say, 
uh, and great voice. Love the voice of Thanos. Um, he says, fun really isn't something one considers when balancing the universe. And then you see Gamora uh, turning around in horror, and then a black hole emerges, and you see Thanos fighting Star-Lord. Um, it cuts to another scene, and you see the Wakandan army, um, which has Bucky in it. Uh, mm-hmm. So Black Panther and all of his people going to getting ready to go to war. You see a shot of Vision, and it looks like prison or behind bars. Um, Captain America comes out of the shadows in full beard. Black Widow's blonde hair now. Uh, mm-hmm. The Hulkbusters fighting. A whole bunch of different montage shots. And then you see Peter Parker on the ground crying with Tony Stark, tears in their eyes, holding their head, all sobbing and all beat up. And Listen, Thanos, I, you have the biggest smile on your face describing all uh, this right Thanos now. Thanos grabs Thor's head and he starts to squeeze it like he's going to pop it. And then he's got the gauntlet on his hands, two stones, purple and blue, they think. He grabs a moon and throws this moon at a fucking planet that has all the heroes on it. See, now that would all... just mess up the whole galaxy. You can't throw moons. The whole you balance would be off. moon. <laughs> the tides would change. This would be so unrealistic. <laughs> the debris flies and then yes. boom, cuts to the title card. Oh, man. He threw a moon, dude. I Okay. I mean, I get it. I mean, in... What was that? Uh, Bruce Almighty, Jim Carrey, lassoed the moon, and then he got Jennifer Aniston. I mean, I I'd take that over. Okay, being able stop. to throw one. I don't. Bruce Almighty cannot compare to Thanos throwing a fucking moon and crushing <laughs> all the fucking Avengers. I mean, this I just mean, sounds. Epic. I'm sure for a fan for like I I mean I know what a huge fan you are. I'm sure that's like the equivalent. You know if if justice league actually worked but i mean this everybody loves marvel i mean it's they don't they're not doing anything wrong like like they can't do anything wrong it almost seems like like everything that comes out and this this is almost going to be like their celebration it it feels like you know that's how it it comes off of just it's just going to be like look how well we interconnected all this stuff and we ran our business look how great this two and a half hour movie is going to be you're welcome. <laughs> and they'll get a ton of money. That's, that's what it's going to be. No one's going to ever say anything bad about it. That's just how Marvel is lately. Nobody ever criticizes anything because they don't do anything wrong. That is wrong. not true. I know these guys, the frack, and they poop over stuff all the but you, time. Yeah, but you guys still genuinely <laughs> like Marvel. Like, no, usually well, yes. you guys like the movies. Yeah. Mm. I, and Spider-Man was fun. You don't need to rush out and go see it. This... Yeah. This you it, you gotta rush that, out and go see this. That would be probably pretty killer in 3D, I would imagine. Yeah, man, it it looks killer. I mean, I mean, it reads killer. Everything that mm. you're seeing building up to it, uh, I, I definitely again don't want to see no behind the scenes stuff. And they're gonna have tons of surprises. And if you look at um, you know the pictures that are online, we'll post them on our site. Thanos's henchmen, it's like mm. four or five of them. Uh, now Thanos man. hasn't been in any of the other movies, or has he? Uh, his face, you know, uh, he was. You knew that he was the looming presence at the end of the Avengers, and then there he was the cut scene for uh, uh, for one. Uh, damn it, it was you, Thor, or um, no, the end of the first Guardians or something like that. He comes okay. into the screen and he grabs a gauntlet and says, "Like you know, he's got to go get the gems himself." Mm-hmm. Uh, damn, I don't remember which one it was, but yeah. So, but this is his first, you know, and. 
everyone's gonna find out why he is you know the big bad and he's gonna do some shit i i always remember him from the there was an infinite uh infinite gem uh or infinity gem fighting game that capcom did years ago that that's how i i'm picturing him like from the game obviously puzzle fighter or are you talking about that little uh no they had had no, they had a Marvel a Marvel superheroes game with like uh, was it the superhero squad? It was kind of shrunk down. No, no, that was um, Pocket Fighter, Gem Fighter. That's what you're thinking. Okay. Marvel, they had an X Men game and they did a Marvel game. Capcom did. Gotcha, gotcha. Standalones. But anyways, and yeah, that's what I picture him from. Yeah, I hear you. My exposure to him is limited to that. Like, is he really? Is he? like the big huge baddie in that universe or thanos yeah Yeah. i mean there's definitely a lot of other um you know guys that are as equally or equally as bad um you know hella the one that's coming in thor you know she's she's come on look look what she did thor's hammer yeah she's a badass and yeah yeah there's definitely other stuff going on there's more cosmic stuff i don't expect them to bring everybody I mean, uh, him being able to throw a moon, that sounds like some serious shit to me. It sounds like <laughs> enough. That's enough. <laughs> I don't think he needs to bring a squad. Yeah. If you're throwing apparently, moons, yeah, you don't apparently need no a lot of his, his certain members in his squad are going after key members of the Avengers. I, I know one of them is going after Strange because, you know, of the magic angle. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'll see, like, Shuma Gorath, who I think was in a Marvel Capcom at one yep. time. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if we're going to see him, but it's related to those stories and everything. And obviously, we're going to get a sequel for Doctor Strange. Um, but yeah, so we got Thor coming up next, Ragnarok, and then it's uh, Justice League and Star Wars. That's the big guns for the end of the year. Yeah. And we'll get this next May, and then followed up immediately one year later will be the sequel, the B-side to the Infinity War, where everything will be made happy again. Heroes are going to win. But and then like Star Wars, it. the bad guys are going to have their moment in the sun. Mm-hmm. So, all right, that. man. So th- that's D23. Other stuff you'll check out online. Check it out on the website. But it's time to get the business, isn't it? That it is. It is. War for the Planet of the Apes. It was pretty neat. <laughs> I liked it a lot. It's depressing as crap, but it's it great. Is. It is. I so mean, this it's... is the yeah. It's the closeout of the trilogy. You know, it started with uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. It's not going to be a no, trilogy. There's going to be more. They've already said there's going to be more. But so this is, is there. Okay. Yeah, they've already announced that. So then this will, you know, spoiler alert, this is your your only warning shot that you're going to get. I gave you one at the top of the show uh, 18 yep. minutes ago, but here's your last one. Uh, going to dig right into it. If you, don't want, if you haven't seen the movie yet, then press pause and come back to us some other time. Go check out Logan with yep. the Rogue One episodes. So this is the end of Caesar's trilogy. Yes. Yes. So there it is. It's out of the ape is out of the bag. And, uh, <laughs> wow. All right. We're going that. Okay. He, he, he's an ape. I got um, you. I'm with you. So uh, if they do decide to uh, go further with it, you know, I kind of have an angle, which we'll get to at the end. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it, it's the end of an era started with dawn of the planet of the apes, right? And then, uh rise started okay rise dawn and war yeah it was rise dawn war right so um and they have a and, recap at the beginning explaining what happens or like you know just a short little paragraph yeah of what it took place two one. years after the last one so 
I, I do feel like we were swerved because while it is called War for the Planet of the Apes, uh, it was not the scale of humans versus yeah. the apes. Um, ultimately, it was, a, it was a Ponzi scheme in order to get us in there, it seemed like. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was. The way that trailer's cut, and you know that's yes. what's kind of upsetting me these days about trailers. They're either showing us way too much or they're misleading us. Uh, you know, for, uh, for example, you know, Spider-Man you know, a week or two ago, you know, there was some screens shots or shown to the world of him and uh, Spider-Man and Iron Man flying side by side. And mm-hmm. That shit did not go down. It did not happen. Uh, clickbait. I saw that, they have saw clickbait that terrible, trailers. Yeah, it is. It's exactly what it is. I saw that terrible shark movie, 47 meters down, and uh, <laughs> they pulled some swerve shit on that too. Um, well, and, and this, I mean, it made sense for the story to have a swerve like that, I guess. You know, I mean, it, it, it did. But they did I, it for I the think they sake us, of having a swerve. They hit almost. us with a couple different swerves within this movie. So, you know, when it was done, as sad as it was, I kind of hoped that there would have been more uh, ape grandstanding moments, you know, some more grape ape moments. Um, what do you mean? Grape ape? Like, great, more like, great apes. <laughs> Like when he jumped off the bridge in the first one and like bombed him, like the cool moments like that. Well, you know, there were a lot of cool moments. Like, I mean, to see, you know, these apes and gorillas walking around with these machine guns and these AKs and yeah, it's pretty yeah, neat. It was when, when the three of them kicked in that door looking for yeah. the. Uh, and man, it was like that's... in a first person mode too, almost. Or first yeah. ape mode. Right. <laughs> The opening shot is in first date mode when you see yeah. them going into the like it's so gorgeous it's so it's animated so well and like the actual what you don't question it at all i no. i didn't i didn't question uh any of the 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 realness again i felt like you know this world exists you know yeah. I, i've said it before I'll say it again give that man andy circus a freaking award you know the, the dude is so talented you get so so much emotion through caesar you know yep. um and and man, you really feel a lot for of emotion him. you do i mean so as far as the war went the most that we actually saw the apes armed was in the very beginning of the movie because most of the battling and that war you know that the movie's called mm-hmm. uh, or named after it took place you know in the off season in those yep. two years so this you know caesar kind of wants to live live in peace and uh, in He's the trying opening, to get away in yeah. the woods and whatnot. And and this is the military that they called. Woody Harrelson's crew is the military that they called at the end of the last one, you know, before the shit went down. And they even explained it that, like, hey, the monkey that started that shit with your people, we killed him. He's gone. That shit yep. squashed. Leave us alone. We don't want no problems. And um, in the beginning, after the humans hit, you know, the, the apes hit back, they took him out. And they let, they captured some hostages, and and then they, you know, Caesar showed mercy and and let these guys go, kind of as as a, I guess a peace offering, you know, leave us yep. alone again, give us the woods, and that shit came back to haunt them big time. Yeah, and slimy little the, jerk. Right. So within thirty minutes of this movie opening, uh, Caesar has his wife and his son, the grown one from the last one, killed. Yep. Uh, uh what was his name? Uh, oh, that's terrible. Caesar's yeah, son. Yeah, was, I can't uh, remember either. Cornelius was the name of the the baby one. That's the one that's well, yeah. Yes, I mean. yes. Cornelius was the little one. So, mm. um, I'll get to his. I'll find his name in a minute. 
But, you know, in the opening, the, the emotion of Caesar, when that shit went down, and yeah. that's when you first were introduced to Woody Harrelson because he was the dude that killed him. Yep. Man, Imperfect. what an epic moment right there. Yeah, with the, the waterfall scene, like, the way it was shot, I mean, everything about it looks so epic. Like, the way they lined up, like, his face of just, like, you killed, like, Woody Harrelson obviously goes in, tries to kill him, whatever, comes back, or you know, thought he got him. And Caesar comes back and he, he killed his family. Yeah. Like that rage. I don't think there's anybody that can't relate to, you know, just the anger. Like, and it was perfectly done. It's so crazy to watch that. His son, Blue. Blue? Yeah, this was says Caesar leads the ape on a hunting party when his adolescent son, Blue, uh, from, yeah, from the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Well, I didn't know that was his name. So, but yeah, his son from the other one, he got taken out in the beginning of the movie. And that kind of what drives Caesar to go after yep. um, Woody Harrelson's uh, character. And uh, he separates from the group of uh, apes. He sends them kind of on uh, to an the promised excursion. land. An, <laughs> an ape excursion. Yes. <laughs> that was a, yeah. Hey, mark that. That was new. <laughs> Right, yeah. we get that get that to them before the next movie. Yeah, exactly. Right. <clears throat> so so uh, they go off and do their thing. Caesar go is looking for revenge, which is and he's haunted by Koba from the last. Like, there's a lot more layers in this than I was expecting. Of apes like, have nightmares. Yeah, like apparently apes are haunted by the death of former apes, and they hallucinate by fires. Just they like, do. You know, I mean. <laughs> And so you had you had uh, uh, the big gorilla from the last one. I think his name was Luca, um, and then the orangutan, his yep. uh, Caesar's trusted orangutan friend Maurice. Uh, they went with him, and then the uh, rocket from the yep. last one, the the one that I, I think got scratched by the bear because he, he still had the 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 marks on his chest. Mm-hmm. I think so. It was they. The same. Ac- yeah, they accompanied him because they need. They wanted to make sure Caesar came back. Yeah. So, and I guess along the way they meet a, a, the human girl that you see in the trailer. Yep. Um, who? What did what did uh, her name turn out to be? Uh, at the end, it ended up being Nova. Nova, and she couldn't speak. She was like a uh, a mute, if you will. A mute, yeah. So, from what I understand, the virus that was created originally. That made Caesar and all of his people what they were, what they are, all the apes, excuse me. It's evolved to get, well, first it killed everyone, right? It wiped out. Yeah, first everybody gets sick and everybody died off really violently and whatnot. Okay, but now I guess it's evolved into something else, which is making humans, and every human carries this because everyone's infected, kind of like Walking Dead, everyone's infected. Spoiler. Um, oh, I know. <laughs> you didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I guess it's starting to activate in humans, and it's causing them to lose their ability to, to speak. And I guess they kind of recess into. Uh, it's almost like an Alzheimer's or something, that, or dementia that they get. Yeah. See, I took it that they became ape-like. You know, like I guess uh, OG apes or monkeys, where they're the, basically humans would become the cattle. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, it's, they it would but, serve no purpose. Yeah, they would do it by it would just be a reverse of what the the simian flu was. Like the simian 
uh, flu was supposed to, or virus or whatever, was supposed to accelerate everything. And now, yeah. like, the gene has evolved to where now it, like, can shut everything down, too, and just turn you into a mute, basically, at any time. So that was some little curveball they threw in out of nowhere. Right, and 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 Woody's uh, army, you know, I guess a lot of his men were starting to get that, and they were killing their own people and just wrapping them up in body bags. Yep. And then Caesar and his apes found them along the way, and they yep. also found this girl. They, you know, they could. Maurice wouldn't allow them to leave the girl, so she accompanied them, and she yep. started to bond with the monkeys and stuff like that. Yeah, they and, had their uh, little moments and dolls they did. and whatnot. It was it it was sweet in an odd way. You're just like, yeah, I want an ape monkey friend. Like, what the crap, man. What did I well, do? If wrong? I had an ape monkey friend, <laughs> if I had an ape monkey friend, it would be bad ape. <laughs> yes, that would be every bad ape is enough reason to go see this movie. Oh man, what a great character that they introduced in this. Uh, this this ape is among uh, is voiced by Steve Zahn of many different movies and stuff, yep. and uh, he was just a, a, a funny. I hate to say it because these guys were so much more than it, but he was a funny monkey. <laughs> he was. He was everything he had. What was he a? Uh, he was in the zoo, like he had yeah. a little stuffed animal, which I thought was a nod to. Uh, what was that movie? Uh, Matthew Broderick and Helen Hunt, Project X. Okay. Yeah. And he had the little stuffed alligator. I think it was that one that he had a little stuffed alligator. I thought they were trying to make a nod to that. I don't know, but anyway, they had the. Um, what was it? They found him just scavenging around, and yeah, I so guess... he was basically like a zoo monkey, you know. Yeah. And he lived like that. There was a lot of them, but you know, uh, I guess humans had killed them all, and he escaped into the mountains. Yeah, uh, he was kind of like you know, Smeagol at first. It came off as, yeah, you know, I thought that they were chasing a human, yeah. and uh, he, his reactions to everything were just so great. Mm. Um, he, all of them, kind of had their their moment. Um, but he definitely brought a, a much needed uh, lightheartedness. Yeah, lightheartedness. There you go to this movie because uh, unfortunately, not all the not all the apes made it all the way, and uh, nope. there were some pretty you know effed up moments, if you will. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, a lot of things in that movie that were just it, it just seemed like it was attacking everything all at once. It was. It was. It it, it was some rough stuff. So. You know, Caesar eventually winds up getting caught. Yep. He gets imprisoned. Uh, he gets thrown on the, the chain gang. And what are the monkeys doing? They're building a wall. They're, they are building They're a wall, building folks. a wall. Yes, they are building a wall. We're going to put that movie out there. Just let that thought simmer. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> the, man, it did get more depressing, you know, yep. uh, to seeing... Uh, a monkey get whipped. Labor. Well, you know, it's funny because they they had the the humans, Woody's group, uh, the general. That's what they called, him, wasn't he? The general, yeah, the colonel. General. No, colonel. the colonel, the colonel. And uh, they had, I, I guess, Koba Koba had uh, in the previous movie, you know, had loyal apes to him that were not loyal to Caesar, betrayed yep. him. So they couldn't go back to Caesar. So they went to the humans. They basically turned ape house snitch. And, Pretty much. Uh, they became known as donkeys, and they, and they had, had a spray painted on them. Spray painted on them. They were branded on the face or on the body somewhere. Yeah. And one of the apes from the last one sold them out. He was with these guys, and there was definitely a lot of 
the albino relationship ape. going. Well, that was a new one. I did. Was he in the last one? Yeah, I thought the, so. The the. What was his name? Crackerjack. I don't remember. Crackerjack. <laughs> Crackerjack. Crackerjack ape. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he turned snitch. He turned ape snitch in this one. Uh, man. It it was it was weird for a minute. I mean, apes apes were getting chained up and whipped, and yeah. then they were getting tied to a cross, kind of like ape crucifixion. Yeah, it was it um, was just on the senses with everything going on in the world right now. It just seemed yeah. like it was trying to hit on every every. And it, there's no way they could have planned this out a year and a half ago. No, but I mean, I I'm I'm, I'm gonna say it, Tom. Go ahead. It was like Roots for Apes. It was. It was. It definitely was. It had that, and that's the thing. Like, some a Black Lives Matter activist came out immediately and was like, this movie's racist, blah, blah, blah. Of all people to stand up in the middle of it and be like, it's a movie. They're using it as a reference point. Like, it is what it is. But was Whoopi Goldberg on The View? Hmm stuck up well, she's always movie. got something to complain about but yeah i mean there was definitely a, a lot of undertones of things in there uh yeah. there's a couple moments in the of wall building i mean defiance was, in the wall building one. the significance and then uh, ultimately it turned to where it, the colonel was on was a, a holy ro- war yeah he was, he a was rogue. on a holy crusade yeah and he was yeah. basically rogue and he was bottled up in in this weapons depot i guess when the breakout happened other people that he was like that hate apes as much as i do like they were all yep. just there because they wanted to white. They wanted to get the apes to work for them and fight in the war with them against the the armies that were coming from the north. Right was that the only coming description for you the got. colonel yep. because the they the the army that was coming believed that they could beat the virus. Yeah, and, and they didn't need you know, to kill the apes. Yeah, yep. and uh, that the, the basically the colonel. They told the colonel to. To come on home, and he said, "You can come get me." And yep. uh, they they were coming, and it was a massive, massive, massive. So the apes uh, army. were more like an instrument in this movie, like the way that they were used. Like it wasn't a war between the apes and the humans; it was a war between the humans and the humans, and they were trying to recruit the apes to do the work for. Them, yeah, basically. and then so they had this ape concentration camp, and or this this. Yeah. That's what and it was. They had them. Oh, they had the kids separated, and they were doing all yeah. sorts of stuff to them. And and they weren't, you know, they finally fed them after a while. And bad stuff was happening enough they to make you hate Carol's crosses. Yeah, and, and it it made you hate uh, the colonel. Yeah, even more. And you knew that Caesar was going to get his hands on him at some point. Yes, because you know, the it's whole time you're di- like, he's going to. It's coming down to that ad. boss battle. Yeah, that boss battle's going down. There's like a couple of times that Caesar actually gets his hands on him, but it's like over in a second of like yeah. him just knocking him down. And you see Woody Harrelson just be like, the look. I mean, Woody Harrelson has one of the best I'm going to mess you up faces. And <laughs> that dude, like he looked like he looked like Caesar found the last Twinkie in Zombieland. <laughs> That's how he was looking at. Yes. Him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like when he found the truck worth. A, what was it? uh the stupid coconut yeah. ones. Yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. The look of anger. Like, you thought we were going to get this epic battle, a great ending, and then yes. what do we get? 
so yeah what we got was uh they did stage a big breakout they got all the apes out and in that caesar had that moment where he told his people you go handle your business and i've i am koba and i'm gonna go take my revenge you know he had to have that showdown with him and we were all waiting i mean we went through a lot of pain and you know my my chest clenched up a couple times yeah you know uh you know got a little you know little build up in the eye you know when he yeah. lost his son in the beginning so you know i i was waiting for this moment and i'm he, ready uh, for an ass beating yep and did he, we get he it did he did have that confrontation and and no you come nope. across the freaking colonel all hiding barricaded in his his office booze and, all over the place yeah just shit-faced drunk um he's got his gun out basically he's getting ready to off himself you know and yeah. because he I guess contracted the virus. The virus activated. He could no longer talk. Yep. He was like on some. Yeah. And then he he, he grabs Caesar. Yeah, grabs <laughs> Caesar's hand and puts it on the gun and cocks it back and wants Caesar to kill him. Yep. And then that's when Caesar has that you know coming to ape Jesus moment and <laughs> it was just like no, I'm not Koba <laughs> and I'm not gonna kill you. And he hands you know, him the put, gun back. Yeah, hands him the gun back. And at that point there, I'm thinking, this is when it's going to go down. He's going to yeah, shoot, gonna shoot him. He better. Yeah, I mean, he still hates him. You yeah. Know? He's got to do it. I mean, he still just can't talk. Big deal. That's it. That's a, I mean, that's your biggest problem? You can't Had talk? Had a couple drinks. So yeah, what? exactly. You know? Yeah. It wasn't my worst Wednesday night. <laughs> right. So, no, he turns around. He turns the gun on himself and kills himself, shoots himself in the head. You don't see it. It's kind of off yep, camera. Off Caesar camera. watches it. Caesar kind of, you know, Kanye shrugs and struts out of the building. Yeah. We're like, he what he should have happened? peed on him. I mean, something. Right. Disrespect so, the man after he yeah. killed your family. And the, 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 yeah, it didn't even happen. I mean, he could have roughed him up a little bit or something. Something. Or, or even turned him over to, to the, you know, to his army or something, the people that he was selling out. Um, he could, I don't know, something could have happened except for that. It, yeah, I felt it was kind of a weak turn. You know, the big moment in the in in, I guess the big ape moment came down to they were get the apes that were escaping were under like, it was like a fifty cal, one of those big machine guns, mm-hmm. uh, and and more. You know, the army was had them pinned down, and our, uh, the apes were getting taken off left and right, and then the uh, the donkey, the donkey ape, donkey gorilla, the snitch, uh, the snitch, not little Kim. Yeah, you know he not roughed up Kim. a, not little Kim. He She's he roughed a up a, yeah he he roughed up a bunch of uh, other apes, including Caesar, throughout the movie. And you mm-hmm. know Caesar had some words for him about redemption. Yep. And uh, Caesar basically was in motion to stop the the turret from mowing down his apes. Yep. And then the punk <clears throat> ass comes up. He was gonna he was gonna drop a frag on this like big oil tanker. Just yep. getting ready to do it, gets ready to throw it, and then the dude that he lets go in the beginning, yep. who could have been killed multiple times and should have been killed multiple times yep. already. Always seemed like he, a punk the entire movie of just like, yep. I'm not sure if we should be doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Like yep. I did think that if anything, if he was gonna He was gonna turn, gonna turn on, anybody, on him on the general. That's what I thought. Exactly. Yeah. But no, he hits him with a, a crossbow mm. kind of like in the rib area or something like that. Yep. And basically, he's gonna, 
yeah, it's going to kill him. And then, you know, the, the big donkey is sitting there watching this happen, picks up a grenade launcher, and then, boom, yep. probably one of the best deaths within the movie. It was pretty I mean, neat. Very Halo yeah, just, 2-ish. <laughs> human uh, donkey guts fly everywhere. Yep. And then, of course, the donkey gorilla gets capped in the head. Yep. And then Caesar saves the day, blows that stuff up, and all of his people get out. And then the and... humans, being the morons that they are, <laughs> go up into a mountain to have this fight. Covered yeah, in this snow. Snow-capped mountains, and the, that other army arrives. And again, it's a massive, massive squad. It's yeah. like all of the whole... They're shooting The missiles. entire G.I. Joe collection. All yes. of the copters. All sorts of shit's going down. It was really cool. Even the Walmart color variants, they were there too. Yep absolutely and then of course caesar's all fucked up at this point and he's still close to the battlefield and he's leading <clears throat> his people to the new land to the promised land like moses the, another exactly, reference the eight moses yep yep and he stood up actually on the rocks kind of like caesar and and like uh spartacus and moses all combined in one yeah and then all of the army turns and looks at him like that's caesar holy yeah. shit and then one dude goes to raise his gun, avalanche. Yep. Because they were all like hooting and hollering above that before that, and shooting yeah. off missiles, and then going crazy. Yep. See you later, humans, because you're a bunch this of idiots. Avalanche wipes out the entire human. Re- uh, I, I, do you want to call them a resistance? Yeah. Army, military. Well, no, it was they. I mean, the, it was the guys that were coming. It was supposed to be the good guys, allegedly, like the guys that showed up in the white. Uh, camouflage at the very end it was supposed to be them like they were supposed to be the good guys but then they're so dumb too that the avalanche took them out the apes got away and we got our beautiful ending and the apes won and you're happy and then caesar and all of his eight people go into the promised land they find it and it's beautiful it's just a beautiful lake and like a club med there's little Cornelius, rock. cute little cute Cornelius is all yeah. happy, just dad and playing with other little ape monkeys and having a good old time. Yep. Maurice leans back, hit him with a little blunt, and he was like, yo, Caesar. <laughs> Hands of the 40. <laughs> yeah. And Caesar's dying. Yep. He makes it all the way to the front gate and tells Maurice, yo, tell my people I said I'll yep. see him on the other side. And he's, he's like, like yo. It's like Biggie got shot. Yeah, man, it it was depressing. It yep, was. Caesar dies. Yep, and he d- it does it all dramatic, apocalypse now style. That where, was. Uh, there was Vietnam stuff all over there. That was a little um, too and, on the nose in the right. movie when they did that. That was a little bit because t- obviously that's who Woody Harrelson like must have watched in order like Brando's character. Right? That's all he. That's all he was in the movie. Yeah. And then Caesar slumped over and he died, man. And then yep. you see Maurice cries out and all the monkeys turn and like, what the fuck? Yep. And then the credits roll. And that's it. That was it, dude. It was it was a great movie, but very depressing. Yeah. I mean, it was the ride was great. Just you're not going to walk out of it being like, yeah, like I I was rooting for the apes the whole time. I know Jay had his money on the humans. No, we were, we were playing not, the hot hand with the dice game before the movie. No, definitely not. <laughs> gorilla, <laughs> always go gorilla. But uh, I mean, yeah, you weren't like at the very end of it. You're just like, okay, they did it. But 
it leaves okay so what's cornelius gonna do are they gonna go the same route for the next series or that's what i would think if anything i would expect some sort of fast forward until uh you know little little caesar is Mm. growing up and he gets a pizza uh, pizza joint there you go beneath (laughs) planet of the apes or something like that uh beneath the i i don't know what battle for planet of the apes where the monkeys have to start fighting each other monkeys in space there who wouldn't want monkeys in space if Jason went to space, why can't the apes go to space? Why Why not? Cornelius in space. Yeah. So, look, it was a solid movie. Give Again, give Andy Serkis a freaking award. The guy's amazing. That whole – everyone that did what he was doing in that movie, you know, a lot of those dudes had moments. Steve um, Zahn did it like great. that, too. I saw the behind yeah. the scene. No. Yeah, no. No. No, no we're not been... going there. <laughs> Bad ape. <laughs> Bad ape. Oh, man, what a great character. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, all of them, they just did a tremendous job. It, it's great, but look, if you're going out this weekend or next weekend with your honey and you're, yeah. like, date night and I'm going to I'm going to wine her and dine her and take her to this movie and we're going to have a good time. Nope, not nope. the movie. Not the One, apes. she'll probably fall asleep halfway through or she'll be crying all night. And yeah, and not in the good way. Don't go to that one. Not in the... <laughs> Is there ever a good way? All yes. Right. <laughs> so there you go. War for Planet of the Apes. Great movie. Highly recommend it. Uh, maybe wait until it comes out if you know. If you want to see it though, like the, I mean, it is it is gorgeous to see that big. I will say that. Like that yeah. was. The... It is amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it. I believe the scenery, the everything. Yep. Yeah. And so far, as of right now, it looks like it's raked in about fifty-eight million dollars. So uh, definitely beat out Minion, I mean the uh, Despicable Me 3, and it looks like it edged out Spider-Man as well too, so pretty cool. Yeah. So there you go, folks. War for Planet of the Apes. It's apes So that's a wrap. Yep, we'll be back sometime next week with something new for you. I don't know what it is, but it's sure to be good. Uh, we're partnering with GameZone, so you'll see us featured there soon. Um, definitely check out the other casts that we have, Logan, uh, Rogue One, and of course, my favorite movie of the year so far, ah, maybe my second favorite, and Kong. So if you like what you heard, check them out. All right, so I'm Jay for Mike. Tom, thank you for being on again. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. All right, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Peace. And that should be a wrap. 46 minutes. All right. That's not too bad. And we kept it very PG. We did. We did. And I even let the roots jokes go. I tried to give it to you. I said, go ahead. And you didn't take it. I I didn't because I'm at first I was, (laughs) I'm a little bit apprehensive. I was too. What if I, when I was like the albino ape, the snitch. Because I didn't want to say the white ape. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I was being very careful for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Let the minority take the fall for it, okay? Yeah, it's good. It's all right. Jay's a minority. (laughs) There we go. Actually, I'm the minority I'm I'm filling the quota for the frack. Yeah. (laughs)